Hello and welcome to the Taste of the Music podcast. I'm Diana Lynn. After a 40-year career in corporate America, I took a huge U-turn and became a volunteer DJ on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Since 2010, I've been the host, programmer, and engineer of a weekly Americana Roots music show, The Tasty Brew. With this podcast, I'll be sharing conversations with artists and music industry insiders with the goal of entertaining and educating the listening audience, all while giving a voice to the music makers that are underserved or ignored by mainstream media. Iowa Troubadour and multimedia artist Chad Elliott is back for his second Tasty Brew Music podcast episode. He is one of the most gifted people I've ever encountered during my many years of supporting the arts. His songs have been a mainstay of the Tasty Brew Music radio show since its inception in 2010. As a reminder, or by way of introduction, Chad has an academic background in the fine arts and is an accomplished painter, sculptor, and illustrator. He is a prolific songwriter and an accomplished guitar picker. As you'll hear in this conversation, all of his artistic skills were brought to bear in order to survive and thrive during the COVID-19 pandemic. Chad celebrated the release in May 2021 of his 25th full-length album, Singing River, a dream project recorded with some of the original Swampers, Spooner Oldham and David Hood, at the iconic Fame Recording Studio in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. The place where music legends Etta James, Wilson Pickett, Aretha Franklin, and many others had laid down some of the most renowned songs in popular music. He traveled to Muscle Shoals with famed Iowa musician and co-producer Bo Ramsey, who lent his signature sound on guitar. This new Americana Roots Blues mix that arose in Singing River is exactly the sound Chad was hoping to create. Chad believes, as I do, that it is possible to survive and thrive in the heartland as a creative, generative artist. He walks that walk and talks that talk every single day. Enjoy my conversation with my friend, Chad Elliott. I have with me on the telephone, Mr. Chad Elliott, who has pulled over in a rest stop somewhere. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was the old aisle. <laughs> oh, my, oh my goodness. Well, thank you for being safe. It, it makes me feel better about interrupting your, interrupting your day in this fashion. Gosh, I have got like a list of questions a mile long, and I'm sure we're not going to get to all of them. But for those of you that may not be familiar with Chad Elliott, he has been a mainstay of the Tasty Brew Music Radio Show for the entire 10 or 11 years that I've been on the air. And I'm so <laughs> So glad to be able to talk to you at a decent time of the day when you haven't had to drive all night from Colorado or someplace like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Dude, oh, my goodness. We have stories. You know, we could probably write a book, you and I. Just yeah, started. we probably could. <laughs> Some good stories there. Well, this is, I'm so excited. This is album number 25. And at the, yeah, at the, rate, been at the rate you're going. Trying to, trying to keep up. Uh, what's that? I said at this rate, you're going to keep up with Willie Nelson. Oh, I, I, I'm going to try. I wouldn't say it's uh, all as high quality as Willie, but <laughs> but no, I'm really proud of this one. This one, I feel like it's all my dream team. You know, my I brought Bo Ramsey down to the Muscle Shoals rhythm section, and I'm like, those are my kind of my dream teams. I've, I've always loved Bo Ramsey's production and uh, his guitar work, and, and then I I thought it would be a perfect marriage to uh, the Muscle Shoals sound. It really worked out well. The name of the record is Singing River. I believe it alludes to the river that, that runs alongside Muscle Shoals. Is, is that right? Yeah, it's the Tennessee River is dubbed the river that sings or singing river as well. They call it that. They believe, you know, the Native Americans even called it that. They believe that there was 
some magical kind of a there's a spirit in the water that kind of inspires music and that it sings you know <laughs> well now this particular album was in the making for a while and did you fund this through your patreon page or a kickstarter is that how you were able to do this yeah it was through kickstarter Main, mainly um we, it was through paintings actually because you know at first it was a little slow and i said well maybe i'll offer paintings and i decided maybe not and uh, i also put it right around christmas i started the kickstarter in december 1st and i'm like what was i thinking <laughs> so once january rolled around i started painting and it turns out you know about 75 percent of it was funded just through painting commissions and i was putting up paintings that i paint and they'd sell and that would be part of their kickstarter reward it funded pretty fast i was pretty happy about it <laughs> now is this january 2020 or 2021 that you 2020 in january yeah so we were planning on going in march in 2020 and it's kind of went out the window it's like, and, a, it's like a whole section of the time space continuum has like been carved out and <laughs> moved down the line it was somewhere. So, so surreal and bizarre and we were kind of on that fence right at the brink of the pandemic and wasn't sure if it was they were still taking tours there at the same recording studios and then they shut down as well and so we all just made the collective call you know it was right at the beginning and we just said let's just push it to the fall and yeah, September we went down and finished it off. I was just, you know, they're they're, they're getting up there. Those Muscle Souls players, the original Swampers. And I was like, come on, let's get to uh, get to this record, man. Yeah, just <laughs> hang, hang on for the love of God. Hang on. Wait, it was probably scary to do that with folks in that, you know, yeah, during a pandemic and, and to make were, sure that they were safe. Yeah, they they were, everyone masked up and everyone was stayed healthy and they were they were gung ho about it. You know, they they were doing sessions you know, right around when I came in. They had came, just started taking sessions again and everyone was being safe and there weren't even tours going on at the time of the place and so they were they just we just all masked up and recorded in our little isolated spots <laughs> well you know so. you and i both have been in some pretty iconic places like the studio a at rca studio and the ryman yeah. auditorium do you get the same feeling when you go into the fame recording studios that that is hallowed ground and you, do you yeah. get a sense of the history there when you're in the room i feel it yeah I, I went on a tour there years ago um, with my wife, and we were even thinking, oh, I recorded in a sun studio, and that was a similar experience. You know, you take the tour, and you I just imagine, oh, what would it be like to be able to record here? And so I had been on the tour years ago with Alyssa, and I just said, I'm going to record here. I got to record here. And it just, you feel that energy in that room, and you just, I, I'm, I'm kind of, about the details i'm looking at the shingles on the inside the studio they've kind of got this really cool booth with shingles on it and i'm looking at the shingles going i bet there's still some dust there from aretha franklin or <laughs> wilson pickett oh my gosh so i think of that all a lot when i'm recording is just who was on this floor right here you know who stood here and sang who produced this album it was co-produced uh Bo and i originally i was just going to produce it because i was on limited funds and i was trying to make Make sure everything worked and Bo was really helpful with me and he said let's just co-produce this thing because I really wanted to re rely on his expertise and his just wisdom in the studio and, and uh, so he was all about that and he jumped in and we just felt it out together and I got to know Bo a little more um, this time than I did the last record I did with him and really became good friends with him. Well you recently did a show at a theater with Bo that was in support of the local community radio station up there in Ames, Iowa. 
like yes. I've always been a, a fan of the tone of his guitar. Yeah. Going back to his Lucinda Williams days and you. Oh, yeah. What a what a great, great project. And I let our listeners know we are, in fact, going to hear from this album. <laughs> the oh, conversation. Right. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> We're going to hear from it. But what a great opportunity. I'm so happy for you, not only for the, the ability and the, uh, the opportunity to record at the Sun Studios, but now at the Fame Recording Studios in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. You alluded to your painting before, and if there's mm-hmm. anyone that was able to pivot during the pandemic, I think that the ability that you have to paint and to illustrate and to write poetry and all these other things probably helped you weather that storm better than most artists that I know. So let's talk about your painting life a little bit. For one thing, you're, you're really fast. You can. <laughs> yeah. So how- yeah, if I'm feeling it, you know, I mean, if I'm in the flow, it pours out, you what? know, and I love a lot of people ask, you know, about, don't you feel bad if you've done this big painting, but it only took you a couple of days? I'm like, oh, it's not about the time spent. It's really about preparing all these years to get, know how to get into that flow. And, and that that's the hardest thing because I, I lose it sometimes even now. It comes and goes, but I, I even as a songwriter, that's the same thing. It's it's trying to find a place to be inspired and, and to find my rhythm there. And I was already in that kind of painting rhythm through the Kickstarter in January, and I was like, all this kind of came down, and I was like, well, I guess this is what we're doing, and um, it was a quick pivot, so I appreciate you noticing. It was a lot of time at home, which I've been on the road for, you know, the last decade just nailing out the miles and I, I was always saying okay i just got to get some time off the road and and uh, it is a double-edged sword kind of like a lot of terrible tragic things happened this year but if one thing i can look at is i got to spend some time with my family and i got to work on my artwork and the art degree finally saved us financially this year isn't <laughs> so. it funny how the universe kind of sends you what you need when you need it i, I mean i was gonna, yeah i was going to ask you if, if the inspiration or the flow of the energy or the cheer or whatever you want to call it is different when you're inspired to paint vis-a-vis when you're inspired to write music it seems to me as a non-musician and a non-artist that the, that pixie dust is out there i talk, call it pixie dust because i don't know what else to call it it's just out yeah. there floating in the ether and there are those of you that have your antenna up all the time and you may be able to receive it as it's flowing by you but if you don't grab it somebody else does, <laughs> yeah. that, does that make sense hey, totally uh, that's my i feel like you know i was always being saying oh you're the jack of all trades i was like it's really one trade my trade is is to keep my antenna up and, and to find a place where I'm in line with my inspiration. And it's really a full-time job for me. I'm just always listening and looking and paying attention. Like, And it can come in a song, it can come in a poem or a painting, and, and but it's all, for for me, it's the same thing. It's trying to grab that, that in moment, that inspiration and, and express something out of my experience. I, I do show up every day at, draw, at the drawing table and or the table, <laughs> and uh, I, I try and write a song. I'll pick up the guitar and I'll, I'll just practice the art of songwriting if, even if it's not some great song or inspired song it's just being there present and working constantly to perfect my craft so if I can't find a new song it'll be an old song that I wrote that I hadn't finished and I'll try and tailor
tailor that song better and, and make it perfect, you know? And so I feel like that preparation gets me ready for the moments that inspiration that I can just, they can go through me and those songs can write themselves. <laughs> I'm speaking with uh, Chad Elliott from uh, Lamoni, Iowa, but mostly from On the Road, uh, a true <laughs> troubadour in, in that tradition. Now that you've been able to spend some time off the road, your children are young. Yeah. You've missed a lot of things when they were really, really young. How has it been to be able to be home and to watch their progress as human beings during the last oh, year? Because they seem so engaged and artistic as well. Yeah, they were really into writing. And my, my daughter, especially, she's nine, and she's really kindred when it comes to the creative side. She's writing books and She's written several songs and she paints all the time. And my son is also very creative. He's seven, so he's still feeling that out. She, My daughter is coming to that age where she's needing some actual coaching and, and teaching. Originally, it was just me just stepping out of the way and providing, here's an instrument for you. Mm-hmm. Here's here's some paint, you know, here's some canvases. And uh, being home was the best thing for me. And I think for all of us, it was kind of like, it was fascinating. And now going back to gigging, uh, picking up a little bit more, now this summer and a little bit harder <laughs> I'm not going to lie to get in the car and wave wave them off you know so. well I was looking at your schedule that's coming up so far this year and I did notice that most of the gigs are very close to home they're all pretty much in Iowa so how what would be would we be really surprised at how active and engaged the scene the so-called music ecosystem or scene is in Iowa I think a lot of people would yeah they. it's kind of one of those if you're here you know if you're in it you know where the gigs are and what are good for songwriters and americana roots kind of music there's some of them are just bars you know just gonna play i've been really lucky and a lot of the gigs that have come in have been coming to us we didn't look for them they just call us and ask us and that's been really great but we just that was mostly at home but yeah i've been told you know by texas songwriters literally they just say oh iowa there's no place to play in iowa is there like that's flyover state that's i just drive right through it i'm like <laughs> I could I could literally create an entire career playing in in the state of Iowa, you know, which is which is really and it's getting more and more friendly to songwriters. You know, there's just a lot of listening rooms popping up as they have experienced them and they would prefer to hear the lyrics and great. Well, I think that we would all be surprised at what is lying below the surface and is just waiting to come out. And I'm hoping that maybe the one of the positive takeaways from the Mm -hmm. pandemic is that people understand just how vital and important music is. It is essential to our lives and that there are folks in rural Missouri and Kansas and Iowa and Nebraska that are amazing songwriters and artists of all genres. I mean, not just, you know, folk music or singer songwriter, but are writing and and receiving the same inspiration that you are, you know, to create. So the geography really shouldn't matter. And I think, I don't think it does matter. And I'm I'm no. planning on spending the rest of my life looking for the tra- Chad Elliots that are everywhere. Oh, I love you. Thank <laughs> that you. Are hidden, that are hidden away in, in, in the heartland for sure. Um, so what is a typical day for you right now? Because we're kind of in uh, a different, we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're coming out of the pandemic where your typical day, what was your typical day during the pandemic when you were really in the heat of it? And what is it now? Oh, in the, in the middle of the pandemic, it was really I'm almost like an ideal retirement for me. 
out, wake up, and uh, I'd take the kids to school. Like if the school was going on, I would I would take them, drop them off at school, have coffee with my wife on the porch, and we'd talk about what needed to get done with our, you know, just online marketing stuff. And then I'd go paint a little bit, and I'd work a couple hours on a painting. We'd go for a walk in the woods, and sometimes I'd be alone. I'd be walking on my own writing a song or sometimes we just spend time together and then I'd go pick up kids from school after that. It was no no gigs at night so we'd spend time playing games um, but like today now that it's picked up I, I woke up took the kids to school had coffee with my wife and then I drove I'm driving to uh, drop off two painting at a school in uh, Grinnell, Iowa and then I'm doing a kind of just playing one song to the kids like a protest song or one of my former teachers and he wants me to come in and talk about protest songs for a minute and then and I go play a gig tonight at an outdoor farm. So I'm back at it. <laughs> and you're doing a radio interview in the middle of it all as well. <laughs> that's uh, right. Yeah. Good, good <laughs> that's luck with good. good luck with getting out of there with just singing one song. I, I don't think that's <laughs> I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's possible. So what are you doing to take care of yourself? What's self care? I mean, I think that you're such a great example yeah. to to share what you have been through and where you are and where you're going. You're by no means at the beginning of your career. And you're by no means at the end. And I am speaking to Chad Elliott in case you're just now tuning in. You're like right smack dab in the sweet spot, I think, the middle where you you can kind mm-hmm. of pick and choose and, and decide, you know, what's next. So, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's what I've been building for. And, and I had a great advice from my mom um, early on in my career. She was she's always been a mentor for me creatively. She's, you know, an English. She was an English teacher, but um, she also was she got it. She listened to the same music I got. I listen to and she reads the same writers and she told me you know she goes there's a there's a reason why you're not getting famous Chad <laughs> because you're going too deep and and that's not a bad thing you want to keep going deep Chad and and think of your life less of spreading it thin for the masses but more go deep and find that crowd that is yours specifically and um, it was the best advice ever and I was only you know 24 or 5 years old I just started but um, I, I was really I took that to heart and I feel like I've just been on that path with this album especially it just is personal stories some of them are created fictionally but they're definitely tied in my own personal story but I also have not done anything to tailor to any kind of market which hurts me in some ways but in other ways i get to have play whatever music i want and write whatever i want that's been kind of the comfort all along throughout my career and i feel like it's only going to get sweeter because of that i, I want to be somebody that i can look back on my work and it's a huge tapestry that tells the story instead of here's my number one hit here's my <laughs> number three hit that's not what i'm about it's yeah i telling the story i so get that and understand it and that's why i support it i mean as, that's why i need people like you diane <laughs> well i mean you know seriously i, wanted, I love it <laughs> i wanted to be on the radio you know 40 years ago 50 years ago when i first got out of high school and uh, commercial radio was not receptive to female voices or yeah. whatever. I'm pretty sure that if I would have gotten into commercial radio back then, I would have hated it. It would have been yeah. so misogynistic and so, you know, whatever. And I would not have been able yeah. to play what I want. And, you know, for, fast forward 40 years, the beauty of community radio is I do get to play whatever <laughs> 
I want and I get to determine what my own aesthetic is and how I'm going to then curate that and portray it to them to the so-called masses that aren't really the masses but they're my tribe you know that's it's yeah it's, the it's tribe the folk yeah. that, and you're so fortunate that your mother was able to do that for you and I have no doubt that you will be able to foster that in your own children and that they will be very successful at whatever it is they choose to do because that's just you mm-hmm. get you your mom got it and you get it yeah yeah <laughs> exactly well let's talk about we're going to play off this album we've been making the folks wait I know I do want to play the title track singing river and there's a couple I probably can't play because of uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> because of FCC <laughs> issues but you know you're an adult and you get to make those choices so it's it's okay because they play it on streaming services outlaw country and those kind of stations but uh, i would like for you to pick the song that you would like for me to play in addition to singing river i would think maybe um i just to change it up from singing river is a kind of a slower one um i would do wild man Why not wild man? <laughs> i love that song i'm so glad you chose it because that's the one i've been playing and uh, oh good yeah yeah good. I have- oh. And we did not have a conversation before this, so it's... No, (laughs) great. Well, it's so lovely to catch up with you. I'm so glad to see that you are busy. I would like for you to tell the folks the best way to access all things Chad Elliott, because not only do you have this fantastic new record that's out, you do have art for sale. You do have children's books and illustrations and poetry. And what's what's the best (laughs) way to access the world of Chad Elliott? I'd say the main portal is, is the chatelliot.net. That's two L's and two T's on Elliot. I have elliotartstudio.com and uh, wildermansbooks.com for the for the others. That chatelliot.net will take it all that. Well, I want to thank you again for participating in the Spotlight Showcase that the Heartland Song Network did with Folk Alliance during Folk Unlocked earlier in the year. That seems like three years ago now. Oh, doesn't it? And I really <laughs> appreciate all the support that you have shown to KKFI over the years actually coming in during Pledge Drive and helping us raise money. We're getting ready to do that again next week. And we we offer you nothing but the best of luck on not only this 25th album in your career, but whatever you choose to do. And we hope to see you down here in Kansas City uh, live here somewhere playing soon. Oh, I look forward to that too. Thank you, Diana. And thank you for all your, your support throughout the years and um the plays but also just the friendship really i really cherish it you're so welcome you make it very very easy you take care (laughs) and uh next up this is the title track from chad's new record singing river take it easy buddy you too bye-bye
Singing river If I brave the water 